0: and welcome back to another episode of the podcast with me Darren Morgan so on today's episode the main theme is going to be on consistency Consistency around training, consistency in routine, consistency in nutrition, etc. So, consistency is a massive part of any successful training, program, regime, anything that you do. Um, because water erodes, you know, it's a great quote, the water erodes river rock. Not in days, weeks, years, months, so consistently doing something well it's the same with you know any high athlete if they're ever going to be considered great they do it on a consistent basis at a consistent level and so that's it should be reflected in your training as well so that's the same with me and my training Uh, if you follow me on my social medias I'm very consistent with my training and I will always be consistent with my training but let me take it back to say that I I always haven't been consistent. So I kind of always go back to my boxing example because you're your own best example, I think. And with boxing, I was very inconsistent. So what I used to do was go on massive spouts of training, you know, blocks of training, and then fall off. In the past, then, when I was in secondary school, even before, like I was more consistent with my training, But then with college, with drinking, with other kind of outside factors, you start to become inconsistent. And that was something that kind of hampered me a lot. You know, I'd have this fight and I'd put it up on a pedestal and I'd achieve that and then fall off and be very inconsistent with the training, which is not great for longevity. Um is not great for them rolling goals and I've touched on this in other episodes of the podcast I just think that consistency is one of these things that if you are looking to achieve a goal and then the next goal and then the next goal you have to be consistent with your training with your nutrition with your sleep with your routines getting these small little things being consistent uh, with that routine is so so important Um, you know and how I stay consistent it's like I take a lot from other people so you know as Shane F- Fitz uh, alluded to in the podcast with him so he kind of gives the example what else would I be doing you know um, it makes me feel great it you know it, it sets me up for the day and it's integrating it into a routine you know if you have to do it in the morning because you have work so be it it just has to be a non-negotiable and you have to set these non-negotiables in your life um, and into your routine uh, to say I'm training this time of the day till this time I'm doing this and there's no negotiation with it I'm gonna do it no negotiation this is it non-negotiables and you call it that and you just tick them off and there's no saying oh I'm not feeling great today even if you're not feeling great you just get through it you bash through and they're the days that you need that the most you know like this week for me was a, it was a tough week to to get through my usual routine and um, but I just did it and I just got it done and I felt great towards the end of the week which is <laughs> contrary to believe you know you think um the end of the week you'd be absolutely bollocks from a, t- a tough uh, grueling schedule um but I wasn't I was fully energized because at the start of the week, I was just hammered and little by little, that discipline that consistency that equals freedom it equals um you know a vindication over your own mind, you know uh, which I think is vital really really important for anyone looking to build like mental resilience mental strength it's okay doing something you know for four weeks fad diets this that the the testament of something that's going to be successful that's going to be um work for you is if you can do it for over eight to nine months i think that is the the sweet spot you need to find a routine that suits you for that time people look at these 16 week transformation these you know four or five week transformations yes that's great you've put in your work for that but I think of fitness lifestyle as a lifestyle exactly that and as Killian Bonner alluded to in some of my other podcasts it is a lifestyle, it's, you walk past something, you do push up, 100 push ups a day, he does his daily 100 push ups, movement should be the answer, the human body shouldn't go 24 hours without being active, and that kind of goes back to mental health as well, Um, a lot of people are finding that they're, and I even found in the past, and now I look back and I said, Jesus, my body was like Inactive for lo- long periods of time when I could have just gone down to the ground, do some push-ups, and you know it—it it seems a bit <laughs> a bit a bit out there, but it it makes such a difference to just move, just move your body, and our bodies are meant to do that. Um, if you look at through the years and um how we've evolved, we just we need to move, and it's so good for our health, our wealth, and our happiness. Um. And yeah, going back to the consistency, uh, consistency is so vital in our training. And like I think, well, I think to get a routine, it takes about four to five months. That's just for me, like some people will get into a routine straight away. For me, it's about four to five months to really solid crack it in. Um, And once you have that routine, it's great and you can keep, keep, um piling on to that and like no, don't make it boring you know change it up and when you see new things like look on youtube you know study things try it think of yourself as an experiment i even think the same you know with diets with i, I wouldn't really call them a diet but change of nutrition and a uh, time eating times feeding windows you know do, do you train well on an empty stomach a full stomach uh, does coffee agree with you does it not um you know do you train well in the evening do you train well in the morning like your body is an experiment and it's there to be moved and life is there for a living as well you know your training should be enjoyable go out some days uh, and, and this is another section which i think is is i was asked in a podcast you know uh what motivates you and uh, one of the big things is training outdoors for me and I know with the with the gyms coming back gyms are great they're a great space but I always find you know when you're out in nature when you're when you're getting the energy from the wind the uh, the, the earth the water the wind there's something about it that's just amazing freeing, freeing. Um, and I, I think you can when you pull energy from that uh, it's unlimited you know because it's renewable um uh, and i i would just encourage anyone like go out for a run go for a trail run go up the mountains get in for a dip in the sea things like that that really just get you outside of yourself that's great for your mental health and your physical health at the same time and it spices up your training a little bit you know if you're in the gym going on a treadmill all the time it does get monotonous it does get boring and all you're seeing is you're seeing like girls in you know, tight leggings, and you're seeing these buff lads, and sometimes, you know, it's a quite an intimidating place, and you, you, comparison is the thief of joy, and you start to compare yourself with this fellow's massive jack, do you know what I mean, but in the, in the mountains, in the sea, you're not comparing yourself with Anton, you're just looking at the beauty and the power of what's all around you, and you're like, all these things... doesn't give a you know you don't care and so that's why I really like it because it takes it outside yourself and it takes it outside of this oh uh, oh Jesus! look what he's wearing look uh, he's in way better shape than me she's I'd never be able to you know get with her like different things like that it's just you think of it so much in them situations and now I'm not bashing gyms around I love the gym and I think the gym is a great place um, but I just think to mix it up, to spice it up, get out, get out in nature, um, and it's great for your mental health as well. Um, but I, I also got a a few questions on why I don't use Strava, uh, that much, and uh, the reason I don't use Strava is, um, I'm quite a competitive person, and sometimes I let like times and things kind of kind of get to me a little bit uh, not get to me but i'd be trying to beat my times all the time which isn't a bad thing now but when i'm training and i, I would like look i'm no expert but i love running um and i've been getting into it and i've done some ultra marathons 100k 60ks uh two marathons as well so i i would be from my own experience i would think um uh, for, from my own experience and my knowledge i just think for myself that um tracking it, my training doesn't work for me i like to go on feel i like to and a lot of my training you'd be surprised is very slow and steady um you know it's pfft, I don't know a pace maybe 4 30 average very like I'm I'm running at a pace where I could have a steady conversation beside you all the time in my training and then maybe one day a week I might go for a longer one um, or maybe sprints or something like that maybe two times a week or something like that but a majority of my training is at that 80 eighty percent of my training is at that low intensity um where you're not going to pick up that many injuries but you're building your cardiovascular strength your heart so your heart is actually pumping so that enlarges your heart your heart gets bigger when you're at that uh, high intensity level when you're maxing your heart rate and um, you're actually uh, you're not actually um making your heart bigger, it's just pulsating really, really fast. Um and that kind of builds a muscle wall in it and it doesn't actually make your heart larger. So there there's different kind of um there's different kind of uh would you it um, studies done on that and um look it depends what you want to work for. If you're doing really high intensity things, work high intensity but the most of my training is done in a low aerobic uh, threshold and then anaerobic for 20% uh, of the time and um, is what I do so I, th- I think it's it's the thing that works for me but like I always say I'm no expert and look you you're an experiment your body is an experiment every every body's body is different so you have to trial and error you know write down okay this worked for me this didn't work for me uh, a great bodybuilder Darren yates used to write down every single session and i do the same i write it down in a copy book i like to write it down in a copy book just because i don't know i like to feel i like to to look back over it so i look i write it down in a, a copy book it might be just really simple 5k and then how you're feeling before it how you're feeling after maybe what you ate that day Etc., like you can take some notes, you know, a little star and some notes, and it really helps you when you go back and you're like, geez, I had a great session. What did I eat there? And, you know, and you can kind of go back on that. So I, I listened to the thing with Diane Yates, um, and I really, really, really enjoyed that. And I said, Jesus, that's a great little thing. I'd love to buy that little book, you know, that he wrote down and all of his sessions and how he was feeling beforehand, how he's feeling after and I was like I'd love to do that myself so I just started doing it just a copy book just takes five ten minutes after your workout you know and um, and I'm telling you your body definitely does thank you for it Um yeah but uh, onto the Strava thing I, I didn't really address it too much so uh, basically yeah I get quite competitive I you know you're going for times so basically i like to go off the feel of my body and at a kind of low intensity when i'm training but when i'm doing events or when i'm going for a time i will use travel um, and i think i think it is good too but uh, to be honest with you i just don't think it works really for me and um, but having said that some of the best athletes i know Absolutely, hop Strava out of it, and it's great for them. And they use it as their training log. You know what I mean? Um, and it's probably there forever. If I lose my copybook, I'm <laughs> I'm a bit fucked. So <laughs> that's the only uh, drawback, you know. Um, but yeah, going on to other things, I I've had a a big resurgence in meditation. So I think meditation is really important for me staying consistent and staying grounded with my training as well. Um so if anyone doesn't know how to do meditation, like there's loads of different things you can do. Um you can look up things on YouTube, you can um you can do guided get meditations, things like that. But something that I love to do and you don't have to be overly religious. I I will admit that I am quite religious. Um uh, quite spiritual as well with that but i say the rosary every morning and the rosary has a touch feel smell and then you say it out loud but you can just use the rosary beads as guidance you don't have to say the rosary you can just say you know uh, mantras so for the 10 hail mary's you can say I will have a great day, I will have a great day, and then something else, uh, you know, or just a a word that doesn't even make any sense, so your mind is just free, you know, Um, and then after that, I just, a gratefulness kind of uh, a note to say, you know, I'm happy for, you know, pray for nature and everything that I have, and and just pray for the, the kind of day ahead, and that's just a gratefulness thing, and just saying I'm grateful for what I have, you know my health, wealth, love, happiness, stuff like that. Um, so it's it's a really important thing that I do every day, and that's consistent as well. So, that is before I do everything, and that sets me up for the day. And I think just alluding back to mental health as well, it had a it has a massive impact on my mental health every day. I say that, um, you know, I say the full rosary is like twenty minutes. I think it takes um and then the gratefulness kind of just being grateful for everything that i have even the little things you know um you know roof over my head food shelter water things like that um it makes a big difference and it kind of uplifts you for the day and you're like okay i'm ready to to attack the day but like i said you don't have to be spirit, very spiritual or religious to do that you can just replace that but i just think for me the the rosary beads they act as a little alarm band for me because I always struggled with meditation. I always think, "Oh, jeez, these lads like talking to me," and I felt a bit wishy washy and a bit airy fairy. Um, but when I had these in my hands, I could actually follow it. You know, uh, the the ten Hail Marys and the one Our Father, and there's just five of them, so you can kind of run your hands through it so you're not getting lost and it's very handy and i've said that to a few of my friends and they've they've loved it you know um and they found it really helpful so look these are just a little, little few tips and um i feel it really helps my mental health and hopefully you know just try it just if, if obviously you if your grandparents or your parents or whatever there's definitely a pair of rosary bees uh lying around somewhere and just try it and it's uh it's it's actually very very effective, um and it works for me. Look like like I said, we're all, everybody's an experiment and we need to kind of trial and error things. So um I think that would be great. But just to kind of touch on um I always say what's next and um what's next is a hundred ninety k swim from Dublin to Waterford, and there's been great news on the boat um we have a boat and so we're we're just looking to start Um, the thing is logistically it's a bit of a nightmare to be honest um with everything but we'll definitely just start and go with the flow i think is the is the best um port of call so we're going to be leaving from the 40 foot and that's the kind of that's the plan and then going on to grey uh, Graystones, bray um you know wexford all different on the coast of wexford then around ross lair and then into waterford and then Dunmore east is the last spot and i just think um it'd be very powerful and it's a goal that i've had and it's something that definitely will happen and with your help with your support, um we could make it even better. So I'd like to thank you so much for listening to the podcast again and when everything's finalised with the swim I'll be posting it on my social media channels. Um everything will be in aid of Jigsaw Youth Mental Health and also we're looking after this to subdivide the fees to actually set up our own mental health uh, kind of a I, so I wanted to set up my own um mental health kind of a charity a community basically based around men and and basically around uh, health wellness uh, you know connecting over over these things and things that impact our mental health positively not going out drinking and having a few drinks you know sitting down with a group of lads cup of coffee and everyone's there because they've struggled with their mental health. But everyone's so open, they're talking about it. They might be going in for a dip in the sea and coming back out. Um and it's just really getting just men to pour open. And vulnerability is the most important thing I think because when I'm vulnerable, someone else is vulnerable, when they're vulnerable, someone else is vulnerable, if he can be vulnerable, I can be vulnerable, and it's one of the most important things, because as men, a lot of times we don't think we can say this, and it, it may perceive us as weak, and it, do, it definitely doesn't at all, but when you see friends around you, everyone rallying around you, I think it's um, it's so important, so that's one of my main life goals, is to set up uh, a kind of a community when you can have running therapy sessions. You're running beside someone, and you're saying, "Look, nah, this week I, I fell off the off the wagon. I went back on the smokes, or I went back on the drink, and I don't feel great." And you know, you just you bang off each other, and you say, "Right, uh, we need to get this sorted." And once you release that, it's like pushing air out of a balloon, you know, and it and you feel you feel a million times better, and it's that it's that kind of cliche going back to, oh, if you just talk about it, you'll feel better, but it makes such a difference, I'm telling you, if you just talk about it to someone, anyone, um it makes such a difference, and I'm just so passionate about that, and I think that it's really a life's passion for me now, i found that, like, why have I been blessed now, I think, with what a lot would concern as like maybe the curse of having bad mental health, the, the the I'm blessed with it. I need to share this, and it's a life's passion for me to try and reduce these numbers and try and get people together. Um, you know, around health, around fitness. Uh, you know, people going in for sea uh, dips in the sea, coming out, having a coffee together. Men's groups, you know, women's groups as well because it's all connected and um, you know men's therapy sessions when they're running and um, you know at, uh, eventually i'd love to set up a mind gym so you have your gym you have meditation classes you have yoga classes you have um, men's circles um, you know foraging cooking together that just different things like that Um is the main goal which the other section of fundraising will be going towards so, you know, when when you always fundraise for something, I, I have great faith in Jigsaw Youth Mental Health, but sometimes I'd like to, even with our, our, my last trip, I'd like to do something with the money. I'd like to set something up myself. And this is a massive passion of mine, and I know it'll take loads of work uh, and loads of cooperation, but I think if we're doing something good like this and r- trying to reduce the amount of men who take their own lives in Ireland... I think that when you're doing something like this, things start coming together because you're doing something good and I just feel great about it, about trying to give back and trying to express my story of how I came around and how anyone can come around and how you know you can be in the depths and you can pull yourself out and you can just realise how beautiful, how magical life really is and I want to give everyone that opportunity who's in that dark place because I empathise with every single person who's in that, and um, I feel for them, and I just want to pull every single one out. And I know that's not possible, but if we can do it to a few, that'll be that'll mean the world to me, and I'll be like, right, I've done something good here. But yeah, that's that's me, uh, kind of going on a passionate rant and. I really want to say again, I appreciate you listening to the podcast and hopefully you can follow me swimming around, well, swimming down to Waterford. Legends.